You found it. The show where you can be the listener and the guest. And it starts right now. Welcome to You Are the Guest, a weekly show where you can be the guest and tell people what you and your friends and neighbors think about news events and issues of the day. It's part talk show, part opinion poll, part reality show, and a whole lot of fun. And it's completely dependent upon your participation as a guest. To be considered as a guest for a future show, check out the website at www.youaretheguest.com for details. Now here's your program host, Bill Grady. Greetings from the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, and welcome to show number eight of You Are the Guest, the show where we talk to everyday people just like you and me about the issues of the day. Our guest today is from Nashville, Tennessee. Scott, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me, Bill. Scott, tell me a little bit about yourself and a little bit about uh, the work that you do. Well, uh, I am a recent graduate of Tennessee State University with my master's in education, and uh, currently I'm working in Cheatham County, Tennessee, as the technology integrator for Sycamore High School. Uh, that job primarily concerns teaching the teachers how to use technology in the classroom. Uh, that sort of uh, goes off of uh, education that I do on a larger context. Last year in that school, I was an English teacher. My bachelor's degree is from the University of Iowa in English. So what kind of tech toys do you get to play with? Uh, most of it concerns server work. There are uh, overhead projectors and things like overhead calculators for the math classes, uh, document and, uh, and display cameras that will go in the science labs to uh, show images of reactions or dissections or whatever they may be doing uh, to present in larger scale things to the class. Certainly that goes along with PowerPoint and uh, training on basic office applications and more involved applications for edutainment, be that uh, number munchers or something a little bit more involved. So how are the kids and the teachers responding to the new technologies? Well, the response uh, overall is quite positive. They certainly like uh, the ability to use those things in class. I think that uh, the students see a certain amount of novelty to it, but uh, aren't necessarily reflective on uh, how much it may improve the educational process. But uh, I think that the students respond in the sense that they see uh, or feel more engaged in the class because they're able to interact more directly with the information instead of uh, reading it out of a cold textbook and being asked for it back. They can um, more actively engage with it. So I think that the fact that there are more heads up and less glassy stares from the students is probably um, their best reaction, and certainly the teachers uh, see it as a very strong suit. Uh, there are a number of teachers, as there are in any workplace, that uh, are somewhat hesitant about it, and uh, most of them have very excellent teaching methods that haven't depended for a long time on technology. And so there is some measure of finding a balance between providing them with new toys and not spoiling uh, the excellence of their existing teaching in the process. Do you find that kids today are more 
tech-based than they were, say, when you were going to school? Absolutely. Uh, I'm actually uh, particularly pleased with this job because I am at just the age where I can remember not having a computer in the house or not having one that was hooked up to the Internet. Um, there was some development done on uh, Mosaic, probably the first web browser, uh, at a couple colleges in Chicago, and I saw some of that in development. Uh, and friends would bring me by and say, look, this is the web. And no one knew what that meant at that point. Um, but I grew up with technology because I had a strong interest in it. Uh, but a lot of the people growing up with me were familiar with it. And certainly by the time we all got to college, we had computers in our dorm rooms. But there was just enough separation that uh, I can remember a time without that. And now, uh, for better and for worse, students are certainly more tech-integrated, more tech-involved. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they've lost a few things in the process. Our school library never had a card catalog. Uh, it's all electronic, which is advantageous for finding information, but the students no longer know how to use uh, physical references in that way. Uh, sometimes they get frustrated finding information from books because they're not searchable in the way that uh, they can perform web searches and look for articles that way. So they're certainly more integrated to it, but there has been in that process a little bit of a loss uh, becoming so inculcated and used to all of those tools available to them. So what are some of the other challenges that are in education? Because you're, you're around education. Are, are the uh, challenged by the cost of gasoline in, in your school system? We discuss it every once in a while, and that varies from school system to school system. Uh, many of our teachers live nearby. My commute to work every day is about five miles door to door, so um, certainly I feel that, but it takes me longer to spend a tank of gas than does a lot of people. Uh, I think that one of the things that they have been doing or considering doing and that they have changed in the Middle Tennessee area is they've changed some of the bus routes to make uh, less lengthy trips. And that has um, the positive effect of using less for the buses, but the negative effect potentially of leaving students on the corner longer um, or changing routes to make them less familiar or possibly a longer walk to a bus stop, uh, something to that effect. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have a direct result on the school day. We haven't had parts uh, prices passed on to us yet, though I'm sure that'll come as prices rise across the board. So what are people talking about locally in Nashville? Uh, well, since it is the state capital, one of the things that we've been talking about on Capitol Hill here lately has been uh, something called Operation Tennessee Waltz, which is a uh, sting that occurred in the legislature. And I'm not sure quite what the count is up to now, but they've done 
they found certainly four or five people in that uh, who were accepting bribes or inappropriate contributions or who had been passing that to other members of the legislature. So uh, government corruption is certainly on the list. Uh, we are at this point in a tropical storm warning from Katrina, which is rather unusual being an entirely landlocked state. Uh, and we're preparing for what they tell us is going to be about eight inches of rain in a day, which uh, may lead to some flooding in the area, certainly. There is quite a bit of topography here to uh, lead everything down and swell the rivers fairly quickly. So how are you going to deal with that all? Um, basically, uh, being a northerner myself, I uh, I understand inclement weather uh, in a different ways than natives here do. Uh, usually if there is the threat of snow in the forecast, uh, everyone here will... Uh, find their way to the grocery store and stock up on uh, extensive provisions, which is smart because there aren't uh, a lot of plows here. There's not a great need for them typically, uh, so the roads become treacherous very quickly, more so than they do in the north where we will sand and salt and everything else uh, as quickly as possible uh, when the first flakes start falling. But uh, most people are thinking that they'll probably purchase a day or two of provisions and that possibly the electricity will go out so they may um, cook over small fires. There was one woman on the news who uh, was looking for cans of soup that she might um, heat over, thing like that. Uh, we aren't expecting wholesale destruction in the way that the coast has seen, but uh, certainly we expect an interruption in services and uh, my county and uh, all of the surrounding counties, to my knowledge now, have canceled school for tomorrow uh, based on the threat of flooding and certainly the strong winds endangering some of the vehicular traffic on the highways. So do you have any kids at home? We have one. We have a uh, newborn daughter, Samantha. She was born on Mother's Day, uh, so she's not in school yet, but... Uh, She's going to be spending the day with me since I have the day off. And uh, being a new parent, I understand the uh, values and really worldview that parenthood uh, entails but that can't well be explained to non-parents. So was that a, the biggest surprise, or is there another surprise that, uh, in being a new father that you've discovered? I think I sort of anticipated that my worldview would change. Um, I had been told that as much by my parents, and so sort of expected that. It, it was surprising all the same, uh, any shift in the way that one perceives um, reality or the rest of one's life and family uh, certainly is surprising. But I think the uh, the smaller surprises might have more impact or more influence. Uh, it doesn't, there isn't an easy way to explain seeing my daughter smile. Those smaller, uh, nearly inexplicable changes that are 
more surprising in the way that we are living our lives now. So what's the biggest world issue or national issue or even state or local issue that is concerning you now as a new parent that it didn't say six months ago? I think that uh, I try not to look at single issues in politics. Uh, you know, gas prices are, the, are certainly the highest concern as far as staying on budget and uh, war and terrorism are certainly the greatest concern in terms of her safety. Uh, and I think about all of those things, but uh, it's more an issue of wanting to be sure that as much as possible she grows up in the America that I grew up in or a better one. Uh, my concern is with uh, the erosion of certain personal liberties uh, that I've seen and uh, what some people have termed a power grab um, in a post-9-11 world uh, and I don't know that it is necessarily that severe, but being in technology directly, I see where it can be used for tremendous benefit and also where it can be so readily abused, uh, certainly by um, people or entities in power. And I don't want her to grow up in a society that no longer has privacy or that uh, is... Uh, without the liberty of personal property or free movement. So what you're saying is that technology, while it's good, it's also a double-edged sword. Absolutely. Uh, Oppenheimer said uh, many things to that effect as he was uh, dealing with the development of the first atomic bomb that, uh, you know, he thought, what have I done? And yet uh, nuclear energy has been harnessed, obviously, to uh, good extent in terms of power production and so forth. And uh, that is only the, the largest case. Um, certainly, you know, I agree with the notion of using any information available to identify terrorists, but there has to be some oversight on that as far as, uh, as far as the ability for academia to do research, as far as the ability for people to pursue uh, different political ideologies without necessary fear of persecution, uh, even if it's only to explore their faults. What's the biggest technology challenge for schools in the next 10 years? Unquestionably, first putting technology in the hands of the students, whether that is through laptops or some other device, and at the same time providing the training and knowledge to fully leverage that technology for teachers. Uh, basically, while it may be possible to put the equipment in the hands of students, those tools, just like any learning tool, are only as good as the 
instruction materials uh, that go along with it. What's the best place to eat in Nashville? We actually have quite a few good restaurants here. I would say uh, Nick and Rudy's Steakhouse. What radio stations do you listen to down in Nashville? Uh, Well, WSMV is the country station, which probably has the most listenership. Uh, I listen to NPR down here and uh, a number of other uh, talk stations. Uh, And uh, I don't remember their call letters, but Jack FM is uh, a fair... uh, reasonably new mix station that's been gaining popularity. What gives you away that you're a tourist in Nashville? Aside from the lack of a southern accent uh, prevalent here, uh, usually uh, looking for uh, stars' homes, country stars' homes, and so forth, uh, there are certainly tours that you can do uh, buses that you can ride on to go by their houses and recording studios and uh, most of the locals have done all that long ago and what's the biggest expense with a new baby uh, I haven't sat down and done everything uh, certainly uh, probably formula is high on the list uh, and diapers probably come second Input and output, right? Yes, exactly. Scott, it's time to play Ask Bill 3. This is where you're going to ask me three questions about anything, and go ahead and fire away. All right. Uh, I'm curious on uh, what you think about... uh, I have an article here from uh, mcleans.ca that uh, I don't mean to spring on you entirely, but the gist of the article is that... uh, Alberta, Canada has the largest oil sands fields anywhere and may have more refinable oil than Saudi Arabia. And I'm curious what you think the world would look like if Canada suddenly became the major oil broker in the world. I'm actually familiar with that subject. Uh, the, the, the problem is, you know, that they have the the output out there, the, the big question is, you know, how do they get it refined? And it, it really has to do with how the Canadians see that process and whether they want to give it up. I think that from, from studying it that there is a lot of plus on it, but then again, you know, I'm not living in Canada. Uh, as far as my second question goes, were you to have any... Uh tech toy available to you what market for oddly enough i'm i'm looking to get an ipod i'm a podcaster but i don't own an ipod so that's going to be the next one and uh finally with all of this unusual weather uh talk about global warming and so forth what do you think the winter in iowa this year is going to bring well, I think summer has been more of a typical summer, so I'm going to say that winter is going to be more of a typical winter, which is uh, very cold, lots of snow, and you know something that you're just going to be saying in, in February, I can't wait for winter to be over with.
Scott, thank you for being a guest on our program. I hope that you've enjoyed your time here on You Are the Guest. Absolutely, and thank you for having me. If you'd like to be a guest on a future show, just go to our website at www.youaretheguest.com. Submit your first name, the town where you live, and a short description on why you'd make a good guest. There is no charge for being a guest, and you'll have the opportunity to share what you think and how the news and events from today affect your life. The show's producers will contact you by email if you're chosen for a future show. That's show number eight, and taking us out are two great songs that I absolutely love from the Ponsafe Music Network. Both talented artists are from California. The Black Furies are from San Francisco, and we're playing their song, Hard Luck. But first, here's a solo artist by the name of Chance with his song, Say What You Will. From the great city of Fort Dodge, Iowa, I'm Bill Grady. Thanks for listening. Say what you will, but maybe this is
Music provided from the Podsafe Music Network. Check it out at music.podshow.com.